Well, welcome to Monday, the 14th day of March, year of our Lord 2022. We're looking at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9 in the New International Version of the Bible. And the devotional is called Repentance Blesses Our Lives. And I pray this does indeed bless your life, especially as we continue our Lenten journey, as we seek to deepen our walk with Jesus and get closer to our Father and get ready for all the blessings and power of Easter and all that resurrection brings to the Christian believer. So hear now the word of God, verse 1. Now there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Of those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year, and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, again, a happy and marvelous Monday, dear friend. I thank you for tuning in. I pray the joy of the Lord be your strength today and all days. I'm very blessed, very happy to report that our pastor, Reverend Dr. Matt Pennington, has been discharged from N.D. Anderson Hospital in Houston uh, on Sunday. And we'll spend the night in Houston, Sunday night in Houston, should return home to Gonzales on Monday, today, Monday. He will need the month to fully recover. We ask prayers for his continued rest and blessings as he mends. We thank God for this surgery to be over. We pray whatever is next, it be for God's glory. Also, one of our staff uh, uh, leaders, Miss Allison Davis, reports this week she and her husband will finish their training for her having an in-home dialysis machine and in-home dialysis treatment. And this following week, uh, all the needed treatments will be. What that means is after she completes the training from this point on, the needed treatment she needs, I believe it's like four times a week, will be at her direction at her convenience. And we praise God for that. We also pray for the treatment to be successful for Allison. Sammy Massey reports that Jeff is home and recovering from his hospital stay. So our continued prayers for um, Jeff and Sammy. Also prayers for the Upright family as David's brother Richard from Fredericksburg, Texas, died suddenly from a heart, heart attack this weekend. We pray that God's comfort be with them in the days ahead. I also ask prayers of comfort for the family of Nellie's nephew, Hector Lee Garza, who died unexpectedly after surgery in Corpus Christi. And also Kathleen Bohr, who underwent foot surgery this past uh, week, uh, was in church this morning. It was good to see her, and she's uh, in some pain, but very bravely was in church. We pray that uh, she recover fully. And pray for all who are on spring break this week, and be, please be safe on our roads and highways. Please pray for one another to those people on our prayer list. Lift up prayers, and for those who have asked for us to pray, pray for them. 
Remember, we pray because God answers prayer. So whatever prayer needs you have, if ever you have a prayer request you'd like to share it with Concafe, please email me. Reply to this email if you're uh, doing the email thing. Or if you're listening just on a podcast, uh, send me an email uh, to evalverde, E-V-A-L-V-E-R-D-E at riotex, R-I-O-T-X dot org. Love to hear from you. Well, the question asked of Jesus in today's passage are like questions still asked today. Why do some people die in sudden, unexpected ways? Their example were some Galileans who were murdered and their blood was mixed with the blood of sacrificial animals. And you can understand, from the Jewish point of view, that was a big, big no-no. And so it was not only just horrible, it was embarrassing. It was just heretical to have done something so ugly, in their opinion, so dirty. It was taking sacred blood of humans with sacrificial blood of animals, and that was just wrong. So the question is, why? Were these people such horrible sinners that they deserve this? And that's a good question. And look look at Jesus' answer. He said, do you think these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? And Jesus answered, I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Now, we can pretty well ex- replace that example with countless others in our lives or stories we've heard or read about. We know that what Jesus is concerned about is our personal relationship with God. Are we asking for forgiveness from God for our sins? That we will all die is a given. Most people know that. But not all who die perish in the eternal sense. This is what Jesus is getting at. Did you hear that? That all of us will die is a given, but not all who die will perish in the eternal sense. All will die, but not all will perish. And what Jesus came to do to the world was to save the world. God knew that the religious leaders of Jesus' day were failing at their calling. The emphasis as they stressed it, as they preached it, as they taught it, was on the do not part of the law and commandments, and very little to any emphasis on the love others and be compassionate with one another and the positive parts of God's plan. Thus, Jesus' remark on the vineyard, the trees were empty of fruit. And as in the parable, God has given Jesus this opportunity to come and save the world. Interesting that in the parable, he talks about three years that the vineyard owner has come to check on the trees and they've been bad. And then they said, give it one more year. Let's check it a year from now and let's see how it's doing. Very, very important that we keep that in mind, especially as we get closer to Easter. Now, in our household, we're still numb after getting a late night call on Saturday about Hector Lee. He and Nellie are close in age and we called each other cousins, but he was indeed the son of one of Nellie's first cousins. So a more common understanding in our culture, he was indeed a nephew. Nellie and I had visited uh, Hector some time ago in Corpus in the hospital when we lived in Corpus, and Nellie and he spoke not too long ago, maybe not even two weeks ago. And during that conversation, he said he knew he was going to die soon. He sensed something was not well within him, and this turned out to be the case. Hector, for some time, was an active member of the first Falfurias United Methodist Church down in South Texas, but had become inactive in recent years. 
My prayer, my belief is during this time he made the right decisions about his relationship with God so that though he died, he did not perish. A major part, friends, of the fullness or abundance of life that Jesus spoke of in John chapter 10, verse 10, has to do with the peace that comes in our hearts from knowing that we do indeed belong to God because he has forgiven us and taken away our sin. Our Lenten journey is about that trip that takes us deeper into reflection and honest evaluation of our walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that today, listen, I pray that today we would take time to do that precisely about how we need to know Jesus and that all that Jesus offers to you and me. Can we do that? I know we can. Let's pray. Loving God, we pray for our walk to deepen with you during this Lenten season. May we realize that this season allows for us to ask forgiveness of all that we have done against you. Make us clean and draw us closer to your embrace. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Well, dear friend, thank you for joining us. I pray you've been blessed. And if you have been blessed, pass this on to someone. Forward it as an email or a text and let them hear it as well. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord, and here's your assignment. Here's your challenge. Show the joy of the Lord that you have with others today. Show the joy of the Lord that you have with others today. I pray you receive my blessings of joy and peace. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you, and I pray that you know that you are unique, you are special. I love you, and I thank God for you. Amen.